the Mike Anthony era is upon us. As Maria said, last week when he won the Heritage Championship, kids were crying, hearts were broken, and Mike's out wearing his belt. With a suit, because, you know, it's it's serious when you're Heritage Champion. He tops it off with a beanie hat, which doesn't look ideal. But um, Mike's ready. He's ready for the next challenge. And who thinks he's going to be that next challenger? Brett, every rose, has its... Michaels, the previous champion. But as Mike Anthony says, you've got to get to the back of the line and work your way up. And I like it when people say that and when the championship committee accept it. And Michaels will. And he shows us by squashing Jason Brett. It's his first time with Memphis. He doesn't get much chance to show us anything, really. Spinebuster early on, big gun show lariat, or as uh, Justin would say, gun show lariat, and uh, and he's done. It was a squash match, but he wanted to show us just how important this title was and how he's starting his ascent of the number one contender's ladder. That's what he tells Dustin afterwards, and Dustin's hair looks a bit flat. Has he had it cut? Anyway, out comes Austin Lane who was a previous Heritage Championship contender, and I believe will be in the line because he is the best of the best, from bell time to school time and then nap time and dinner time. Anyway, he's the best of the best. He wants Matt and he wants Meklikoff. Meklikoff and Matt. Deary, deary, deary. Meklikoff and Matt on ABC. And um, wants to get his hands on Matt because he was his mate. Matt was his mate. He turned his back on him. But he's got Brandon Espinosa instead. Now, this could be great. Spoiler, it is. There's a handshake and Brandon seems very keen on that. Raises Austin's hand, in fact. Well, I think Austin thinks, that leaves my body exposed. I better dive in first. He takes him over and then gives us some finger manipulation. Finger manipulation. And there's a massive, huge... Espinosa forearm. He's outside the ring when uh, Austin Lane comes to the ropes. That looked brutal, actually. But Lane's got enough about him when uh, when Austin when um, Espinosa is standing by him to sweep his legs so that he so that he lands so it goes up in the air and lands with his back on the apron. That's really nice. It's a nice wrinkle from those. I'm gonna slam you on the on the apron, you know, which everyone does at the moment. And then we've got Norman, Norman Meklikoff, not Nikolai, no, no, Norman, and Matt in a suit, well, half a suit, suit and uh, jeans, and uh, Matt takes a seat and sits down there, after a local basketball advert, looks good, I wish I was close to it, we've got a distraction, of course, because Austin Lane will be chatting with Matt, chat with Matt. Espinosa takes the opportunity to clothesline into the back of the head and hits a, a super count, super kick, surely. This is not going to be the way and surely not. And it isn't. It's a two count only. Then Espinosa does something extraordinary. Hits a belly to back but puts a hand over the face of Austin Lane to make it into a kind of neck breaker as well. I've never seen that. Dustin agrees. I agree with you, Dustin. Never seen it. Your hair's a bit flat today, mate. And it could. Anyway. There is another Matt distraction, a big kick from Brandon Espinosa, who wants to um, 
wants to affect the pin, but can't because the ref is still with Matt. Matt, this is working against you now, mate. Leave it. Leave it. Espinosa picks up a chair, walks over to where Meklikov is and tells him, you're not worth it, so he's not going to use it. Turns back into a spear, two short spears, in fact. Doesn't get full extension on those. Doesn't, doesn't, Austin doesn't really get the full extension, but... That brings the pin, because there were two of them. That's a really good match, actually. Frenetic, back and forth, distractions that worked with the match. That's the way to do wrestling entertainment. And here's something else for wrestling entertainment. Rhino. Oh, yes, he wants K Tuma and he wants a hardcore match. That is going to be great. And let me tell you, if you want a trusted roofer, you want Southern Roofing. That's what I'm told. And I probably believe it because I usually believe most things I see in adverts. Yeah, my life's a difficult one. Okay, we see the photos of the posse, their actions against kid wrestling, bleeding through the mask and leaving so much blood on the floor. It does look like a murder crime scene. And here are the posse. They look great since they had their hair cut. Really good. They've got nice guys finished last t-shirts. Very nice. Of course, they call Memphis. They, they call Dustin Memphis Vince, and Simon says, "I'll mess your hair up, but not as bad as I'll mess up your face." I like that a lot. But the Skimmerhorns want a challenge. The posse are taking them a bit lightly, it seems, and I wouldn't. Oh no! They're saying, "Listen, little man." They think they, that the Skimmerhorns are bitten off a bit more than they can chew. But I'm not sure of that. It should be a good match. Okay, next. Trace Hunt versus Geo Savage. We like Geo Savage. Trace Hunt can do it as well. This was a really good match, actually. Hunt gives us a suplex to Russian leg sweep to start off. That's a really nice combo. But Savage isn't any slouch at all in the ring. He's got a sweet springboard leg drop. Beautiful. Hunt gets him up and he's a big guy for a fallaway slam. And he does it perfectly. Some very good scared facials from uh, from Geo Savage as well. Savage got a kind of standing bow and arrow, as Dustin says. I don't know what it is. Quickly tell us, Maria. <laughs> it's great. So it's a sort of standing bow and arrow, then into a sort of a sort of fireman's carry Death Valley diver dump. dump. Fantastic. But Trace Hunt comes through with the headbutt off the top for the pin, and that was a good match. Now we're giving the Hollywood clique. The main event status, and they will be on this podcast being interviewed, I hope, in a couple of days' time. So, we've got Jimmy Blaylock out. He's not very nice to the female Memphis fans. He announces Diana Taylor, either dangerous or dirty. There she is. I saw her, though, ages ago as part of the Hollywood clique. Anyway, Memphis Wrestling Saturday morning's catching up, and there she is, the latest member of a rather good faction, actually. Looks like she's had her hair done, or maybe it's pinned up. Anyway, Derek's come out, because he was being shouted about by Jimmy Blaylock. He can't keep his mouth closed, that Jimmy. And Jimmy gets grabby with him, and, and a bit pokey. He's got his security there, of course. And this makes the match, which is quite frenetic, actually. You know, the making of the match was quite sort of, am I going to do it now? And they do. And it's Van Vicious and Dirty Diana versus Derek the King, and Cassandra Golden. It's a good wrestling entertainment match. Van Vicious starts angry with the fans. There are some Derek slams and Van goes to the corner. Van the man goes to the corner to talk to his mate Jimmy. Then of course we've got the uh, we've got the nice Diana Taylor Bulldog, which is lovely actually, but Cassandra Golden comes back with a sidewalk slam. 
Bam Vicious knows what he's doing in that ring. Lovely back elbow. But the pin comes when Cassandra Golden reverses a DDT from Dirty Diana into a DVD, a Death Valley driver, for the pin. And that is a loss on Saturday morning Memphis TV. And not a good start for the Hollywood clique. Where they go from now, I do not know. But it's going to be interesting to see it. And this was another really, really fun episode of Memphis Wrestling. They just do it effortlessly. Great wrestling entertainment, great characters, good wrestling matches this week as well. What more could you want? Go and see it. You'll never be disappointed. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.